name is Jeffrey Stewart, and I am here with my beautiful wife, Krista, as always. I'm a cricket, yo. <sighs> yeah, unfortunately, your, your favorite host will not be joining us tonight. She is, she's taking a night off. She's, she's in the bathtub. She's taking a, uh, a well-deserved break from, from the, the endless mommy duties that she she does day in day out um but we do have we have a very special guest tonight Giovanna Scrappa um I'm a complete asshole for calling you a woman's name uh Giovanni Scrappa here with us tonight welcome to the show hey thank you Jeff we got something really cool I think we're gonna do tonight Giovanni just started his new show talk to G and I wanted to give you guys a chance to uh to check it out through us, through that sort of lens. So we're going to do uh, just just a quick takeover. So uh, without further ado, this is the Talk to G takeover um, of the Bedtime Show starting in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey, Jeff, thank you for having me on the show, and welcome to the Talk to G Takeover. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. It's a bit of a, bit of a long day at work, but, but we've, we're, we're done with that. We're doing good. Yeah, you know, long day. You call me a female name off, off, off the rip, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really good at fucking shit up. I thought about <laughs> starting over, but you know what? Let's just, let's just run with it. Let's just run with it. You you know I love women so much I wouldn't I wouldn't be you know I wouldn't mind being called one so don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> so, Absolutely. You know I appreciate you having me on the show. We just launched last Sunday at 8 p.m. Um, and and we're doing we're doing weekly episodes. It looks like you guys over here are doing uh, episodes every week, but a few bonus episodes in between. Is that right? Yeah yeah we uh every once in a while when we have I mean this is the second one we've done but we're we're trying when we have some free time to throw some bonus episodes in just uh I guess we we had that one idea to just like call and ask questions and it was honestly that was our the most fun episode I've done yet you, you know I wanted to compliment you on that just one the idea of it was so unique and then two you know you just get random questions with result in random answers and I don't think a lot of people do that. Um, and just kudos to you guys. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we had a, I think I thought it was hilarious. My <laughs> cousin who lives in Kentucky, we called her and she actually got the same question as Paulo. Uh, the, 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 what, what sign, what animal would you want to jump up to the size of a horse? And they both said kangaroo. And it's like, you, you can't, fuck it. you can't write this shit. <laughs> <laughs> the odds of doing that what what made you guys think that you wanted to even start to get into podcasting um so like i kind of i always wanted to do well basically since i started listening to podcasts i thought it would be fun to do one i just i don't know i never thought it possible one 
two, I, I like who the fuck wants to hear what I have to say? You know what I mean? I'm probably only funny in like a group of my boys or something. So I'm like, I'm not stand up quality funny. Like, so I kind of, I kind of wrote it off like that. Um, but then I was, I was thinking like me and my wife, and you probably understand this. So when, when you're, your parents and you're working and you don't really have time for each other when you have time together, you're like, you're being a mom or you're being a dad. Right. And, and then at the end of the day, you're just fucking wiped out. And you, you probably, you normally like, like you lay in bed you might talk, shoot the shit, wind down, read books, watch a show. I, I, I came home one day. I, I said to Crystal, like, we need a hobby. Like 100%. We need something that both of us can get in together, get into together. So when, when we're spending time together, it's quality time. It's not just watching Survivor and, and bitching about the fucking bald cop that's fucking being fake as fuck to everybody, which that was fun. It was fun <laughs> to hate somebody together. Don't get me wrong. But... You're looking for a different level of intimacy, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. So we were kind of like just brainstorming, and and I, I came up with the idea of a podcast, and I, to be completely honest with you, I, I thought she was going to shoot me down. I did not think it was something she'd be interested in, but she was all for it. She's like, absolutely. I said, are you serious? She said, 100%. And that's when I started looking into mixers and microphones, and I think I think we had everything up and running and within three weeks wow what, what a great story you know it's just i have the same you know same issue you, i guess you could say of hey you're just parenting right you go from work right to parent right back to, to work or you know and then once you get into your bed you're watching that tv show you're looking on your phone on instagram or facebook right and uh obviously you know you do have those conversations but a lot of them revolve around work or revolve around parenting it's not just you guys so i mean kudos to you guys for starting a hobby um i was planning on doing a, a podcast for a while myself and then I, <laughs> I i pitched the idea to my wife similar to you right and you're thinking you know you're gonna get shot down well she pretty much shot me down right <laughs> <laughs> and she's such a great support in my life she's not a somebody to tell you like don't do something she just is very cautious you know and she's like gee you talk so much shit like you're gonna ruin your life you know <laughs> and i'm like oh thanks babe love you too right so meanwhile you fast forward right she's running my little instagram right now she's posting everything she's doing you know her her fair share which i'm sure your wife is doing her fair share yeah uh, and it helps with your with your your musical background already yeah so i i actually use the same program that i i use to produce music and to edit everything like all my drops i've edited in that i use the same the same shit that i eq a song with to to eq the the podcast when when it's done take out the unnecessary frequencies the high end the low ends that kind of like just the clicking and the popping sort of shit yeah i mean if 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 you don't do podcasting if you or if you don't do um you know audio editing it's going to be very hard for you know you to like connect with that and understand how much shit you really need to know right, right? <laughs> and when i when i jumped on board I mean, I was buying, <laughs> buying. I'm like, all right, people say that this is good, this is good. So I'm, you know, trying to buy everything I need because I just wanted to launch and launch, do it right. 
Um, and I found out because I have a Mac, there's there's already free software available, or because of the mics I bought, already tra- you know transferred from analog to digital, right? So some of the the software and hardware I purchased was just you know obsolete or it wasn't really essential. Uh, so it's good to kind of have your background and kind of you know you can tell your wife like, hey, just because I'm you know I'm I'm so smart myself as Jeff, you know we saved so much money. Gee, lost the shit done. <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, no, that that definitely definitely helped us out. I like the the software that I use is is already like three hundred to five hundred, depending on which version you you buy. So, like, we started off ahead of the game. When you first started listening to podcasts, so mine has been in the past like two years, three years. I always kind of like dreamed or envisioned myself doing like more of a um, almost like a radio show if you will, but I kind of was a little insecure about my voice. I didn't really like it as much as some of these, these radio personalities. And then like podcasting started to become a thing. You know, I started listening to big names, the Rogans and, and whatnot. Um, when did you decide that you wanted to, you know, or what wanted to listen to podcasting in the first place? Uh, so listening to podcasts, that was like super easy when it, when it finally all clicked. So I was an over the road truck driver and I, I was just getting sick of listening to the same fucking songs on my iPod. And yeah, this was 2014, 2015. So it was, it was my iPod. It was an 8 gig fucking, I want to say Gen 1 iPod Touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was just 8 gigs of music over and over and over again. So I turned on the fucking the satellite radio and I was listening to that and then these comedians that were coming on I was listening to Opie and Anthony Stern you know that sort of shit right so the comedians that were coming on as guests that were just cracking me up were were coming on and plugging their podcast like well what is what is this this podcast thing that it sounds like something that nobody even really gets into but so I thought I was kind of like ahead of the curve, and I don't even think I was back then. But so well, you I, have that guy on on, on Sirius. Uh, what's his name? I wish to get his name. He's got he got a five hundred million dollar deal. He's he's one of the elites. Uh, got caught banging that girl in, in his studio. I don't know. Oh, he's got black hair. As soon as I say his name, you're gonna be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I don't know his name, so maybe I have to Google him real quick. <laughs> are you, you're, you're not talking about Howard Stern, are you? Howard Stern, right? Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, even if you take some some of his uh, his ideas, like from because people are like, "Oh, podcasting is new." It's like, well, it is, but it derived from something, right? And, and and that might be a lot of these radio shows where you have guests on. Now, obviously, that's more of an extended period of time than what the podcasts are. You know, you go anywhere between podcasts that are you know fifteen minutes to you know three four hours long. So it, it, it's a little bit shortened and, and kind of targeted material. But, um, I mean, I think that's where, especially with, like you're saying, your over-the-road uh, driver, a lot of guys were into that, uh, into these shows. And uh, for, for those who don't know, over-the-road compared to, like, normal P&B, uh, and I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, but you were you were going, like, overnight, long-distance stretch, four, five, six hundred miles. Is that correct? Yeah, so that's, like, four to six hundred would be one day. And then correct. Yeah. you park the truck and go to sleep and then wake up and do it again. And that would now, be. Did you, have, did you have kids while you were doing that? No, no, I was I was very single at this point in my life. 
Okay. Okay. I mean, it, it, it pays pretty well generally per the mile. Right. But I mean, the hours can be grueling. You're dealing, especially around the area that we live in, you're going to probably a lot of times pass through uh, the New York area, maybe even go on to Long Island and uh, the traffic, the uh, assholes, if you will, <laughs> that cuts you off. I mean, most of the time, uh, the, the long haul, line haul guys will have, you know, full truckloads of, you know, exceeding 40,000 pounds and Mm-hmm. stop on a diet it's not an option for them yeah know, so. yeah it's just not i remember before i want to say it was probably even like maybe six months before i got my my license my cdl license this asshole fucking mac truck I, I couldn't even tell you what he was doing i just remember he was being a jerk off so i sped up in front of him and i brake checked the fuck out of him and then i was so proud of myself that I went and posted about it on Facebook. My status was uh, just brake checked a Mack truck. So remember, when this is like 2012, 2013, the, the cool thing to do with your Facebook status was to use your name along with the, the thing that you wrote. So it read Jeff Stewart just yep. brake checked a Mack truck. <laughs> and I, I can't believe how ignorant I was not realizing how much danger I had put my life in. And that, that driver. Yeah, no, unfortunately it happens. Uh, I, I work for logistics, so I know a, a little bit, you know, more than the average guy, but I mean, crazy the things that could happen, you know, on both flatbed and, and even box trucks, uh, even small scale, because everybody's used to, especially it's really dangerous with these, you know, U-Hauls and Penske trucks. You know that you could just rent with your license, right? I think that might be the worse to, because the, I, you know, it, it's crazy. Everyone's used to their backup camera now. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So when you when you have a truck with no rear, uh, you know, uh, uh, rear mirror or, or anything, you know, you you start to get a little hazy. And then even somebody as experienced as you, uh, well, at the time, you know, only six months of experience, not really realizing that hey, I can't brake check like I do in my car. Right. Um. Not only could it kill me and him, but. I mean, you're you're gonna level part of the highway. Yeah, know? exactly, exactly. But I'm I'm sure. Hey, I'm sure you held yourself responsible. Did you get in any major accidents or anything? Uh <laughs> I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what you consider major accidents. Um, would you consider coming off of the the on ramp onto the highway on the side of your truck? Would you consider that a major accident? I think that's a, that would classify slightly as <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so that one and this this is like just a, a crazy cautionary tale because I was only going forty around the corner on this on ramp. Is what people don't realize how slow you really do have to drive in order to operate one of these vehicles safely. So I was I was coming around and I it was a little too hot I suppose, but it was forty. So I was coming around, and I felt myself go up on, and I want to say two wheels, but it wasn't. It was the whole left, the whole left side of wheels of the truck. Right. And in that split decision, I remember thinking that I need to turn my steering wheel in one direction or the other. To put this thing back where it needs to go, but yeah, and that, I didn't have I the mean, time to think. 
So, no, the, the amount of fear that's going through you right there. I, you know what? It's, it's weird because, and I've told this story a million times over, so there's probably people listening that have heard me say this exact same thing. Forgive me. But when, at least for me, and maybe somebody who's gone through like a, a near-death experience can corroborate this story or this experience, but it happened... Slow down. Yeah, it happened so fast that I didn't have time to be scared, but also at the same time, it was so slow that I can picture every single second. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I know exactly what you mean. So uh, and, and, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm coming around the corner here and sorry to cut you off, but I, I just want to paint this whole picture and I, I need to turn the steering wheel one way or another, but in a panic... I turned my steering wheel the way that I wanted the truck to land and not the way that I needed. And the opposite direction would have pushed the truck back over. I mean, I think. I, I, I could have been way too far gone at that point. But yeah. at, the well, ve at the very least, I definitely sped up the process. Yeah, quite possibly. I mean, if you did that, potentially... But if my grandmother had a dick, she'd be my grandfather. Right? Right. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All the fucking you know, ifs and maybes in the world. Yeah. You know, so it, one way or the other. And, you know, don't don't hit yourself on the back too hard or whatever. I mean, don't don't take it to heart. I mean, um, it could have been the way that I don't. Did you load your truck or did somebody else load your truck and you just hooked up? Some somebody else loaded the truck. It, it, you know, I mean, potentially they loaded way too heavy on one side, right? No, and they did. And I know this for a fact because that the, the uh, two of the pallets on one side were taller pallets, and because I I was driving a flatbed trailer, so I I saw everything and I knew it as I got in as I got into the trailer as I hooked up to it, I saw it. I said that's fucked up. But I was only going up to Worcester. We were in Danielson, Connecticut. I was going up to Worcester. That's 45 minutes for anybody who doesn't know us. I can, I can make it up here, get unloaded, and it won't be a big deal. Yeah, I mean, for you to swap those pallets and everything, it's going to take you 30 minutes alone, right? Yeah, it, it was crazy. And it's my, my first right. run of the day, so now I'm already down a half an hour. It's, it's you know, I'm getting stressed out about it, but I... I mean, I guess I learned the hard way. Always make sure, always make sure that you're, you're loaded, you're balanced out. Yeah. I mean, right now we're in like unprecedented times in terms of like logistic output, right? Because all these companies were shut down for COVID-19 and now you see all these companies, you know, opening back up to full capacity and really pumping out and everybody's looking for the material that they ordered, you know, six months or a year ago, right? Because they, they couldn't even keep up with the production. So right now, I believe the load is, or the load averages for every truckload driver. So that's a full truckload. That's generally with the brokers, not necessarily your LTL major carriers like FedEx or YRC, even though they have truckload options. But generally, um, with your just owner-operator truckload drivers, for every you know truck there is right now, there's 6.6 6 loads that need to go out. No shit. Right. So what happens is they jack the price up, right? To go to from here to California is like ten grand right now, one way, you know. In order because if they don't use that, they they just can't keep up with the demand of how many trucks are, are going. So people are willing to pay higher rates in order. Same thing with drayage. So 
uh, shipment containers coming in from overseas, you see about a three times spike of what you would have seen like about a year and a half ago. So, which inadvertently causes inexperienced drivers to, to want to, you know, be attracted to that. Right. Right. Oh, I could go to, you know, in their head, even though California is five, six, eight transit. Oh, if I could go to California, you know, for 10 grand, yeah, exactly. I'll do one a week. Right. I, I do one a week and take half the year off. The thing is, you know, a, a lot of people are getting onto the highways with, with, with these vehicles and then, then causing accidents, thus damaging products and hurting people. Um, but I, I, not, not to come at you. Not to, no, not, no, not no. Uh, if I could um, just jump in and tell tell a quick story of inexperience and just how crazy things are for like the the newer drivers out there. Um, my my first day out on the road as a a licensed employed driver. So, I mean, I was still training, but I was licensed and employed. It was my first day on the job. Um, I just finished the orientation through Prime. My my trainer. It came through to Pittston, Pennsylvania, the terminal there, picked me up, and then he drove for maybe, let's call it three or four hours on I-80 West towards Ohio. And then right by the border, he got out. He said, all right, it's your turn. Hop hop on the driver's seat, and we'll, we'll, we'll see what you got. And it's, all right, this is what I came here for. No problem. Let's do it. This is January, so probably about two hours into into my shift there, it started snowing. This is my first time driving in the snow ever. This right. is my first time driving in Ohio ever. And he said, "You know what? This is it is what it is. This is not your first time driving in snow. I'm sure it's not going to be your last time driving in snow in a truck. You got to figure it out. So here's a crash course." I, all right, whatever. We're gonna do it. <laughs> he he maybe stayed up for another twenty minutes. Then he went into the back of the fucking truck. He's like, all right, you got this from here. I'm going to bed. So oh, he, Jesus. yeah, yeah. So here I am with the fucking heavy heavy s- snowfall, and I had no idea what I was doing really. The most driving I had ever done before that was like a half an hour at a whack. In, in, in tractor trailer training school. So I, and there's plenty of guys out there just with no experience whatsoever behind the wheels of an 80,000 pound fucking wrecking machine. Right. And you're driving there with your family. Yeah. And I mean, you can't stop that quick, you know? And, and I see these videos on, on uh, dash cams of people cutting off you you know full fifty three footers. It's like you fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. You, think, you know you're mad and you're emotional and maybe they cut you off before they wouldn't let you in because they didn't even see you on their side or whatever it was. But then you try to brake check them. You, you should be lucky if you have a good enough driver behind the wheel in order to stop. You know because that could just one ruin your whole day, but two ultimately kill you because they're not gonna if they rear end you and go over, they're alive. You know they have, right. Yeah, they did. I mean, they got some court day stuff they got to attend, but <laughs> and that's that's a minor minor bummer, but it, it is what it is. So I'm I'm glad that you know you kind of jumped into the podcast world all the way from from driving trucks, getting into major minor accidents, yeah. <laughs> and and then uh, you know bonding with your wife to get to get into the podcast world. 
Yeah. So uh, just one one last funny thing about that that accident. For the longest time, I thought I had a uh, a moving violation on my record. And, uh, I didn't. Because it was on the on-ramp, it technically wasn't, like, on a regulated road. So the only thing I have on my, my driving record is, is moving too fast for conditions. Just Which one, is not half bad. Yeah, <laughs> one, one, one ticket. Traveling too fast for conditions. You know, and did you decide, you know, and, and sorry to get personal, especially on a, a public forum, but did you decide to leave that company after uh, or, or, or change fields directly related to that accident? Or? I mean, involuntarily, yeah, I decided to, uh, <laughs> to to leave that company. No, I, I was getting very, very, very miserable working that job it's it's 60 to 70 grueling hours and people think like oh you're just sitting behind a steering wheel it, it was fucking live unload i didn't even have to get out and do much i had to unstrap the the, the pallets and roll up the straps and fucking secure them but, yeah, you know, you got to fight the side of your cheek to stay up at night. Right, right. Because yeah. Just because your work hours are that doesn't mean your body is naturally going to just snap right into it. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, yeah, I did. I did for a little bit do a little uh, a little career change. I went and worked worked in the restaurant industry for a few years. That's actually where I met my wife. Um. So they, look at that one little one little violation on your on your driving record, and now you have a wife. And yeah, kids. a wife and a family, and it's it's crazy the the twists and turns that that life takes you on. Um. So yeah, after about a year with her and me realizing that this this is serious, this is for sure the the woman that I want to marry. I can't keep waiting tables anymore. I gotta I gotta get my shit together again. Um, I went and applied at the, the place that I'm working now and I, I drive a box truck and, and deliver beer and, you know, it's so much less stressful. I get to come home at the end of the night. I work six to two it, I've, I've got no complaints. Sometimes I have to, I have to div- deliver like a thousand cases in a day, but yeah, I get to, I get to come home and, and my son comes running to me yelling daddy and. I get to see my wife and my daughter, and right, everything's and fine can, in the world. You you, you couldn't have that that lifestyle if, if you're still waiting tables, and you definitely can have that lifestyle if you're working overnight, you know, driving the truck, right? Right. So yeah, everything comes together. Sometimes that we're gonna we're gonna get hit with something, maybe like an involuntary termination, <laughs> something along <laughs> those lines, right? And and uh, similar situation happened with me. Didn't crash anything but just was put in a, in a position where I felt like I got knocked down, you know? And in the moment, I think we can all say, it's like, what the fuck am I going to do? You know, like, what am I just going to do? But once you realize, once you kind of maybe go for a run or chug a bottle of whiskey, whatever your flavor is, um, you, you kind of think to yourself, like, yeah, it's not that bad. You know, we can figure this out, right? And once you get that ball rolling, the same thing happened with me. My life took me, you know, you know, increasingly positive direction from where, where I was. So sometimes if you, you know, <laughs> flip a flatbed, might be worth it. 
right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy what a what a bittersweet moment might actually look like in your life. What a what a uh, a gift in disguise or a blessing in disguise might actually look like when it presents itself. Yeah, you know, just to give you an individual uh, shout out to you know what type of person you became. Um, so I, I know you most of your listeners probably are familiar with you on a personal basis, and if not, if you don't know Jeff, Jeff and I met um, a, f- a few months back when I was starting my podcast and had a lot of questions. We met through a mutual friend, and he openly. Um, you know, gave me some, some music to, to start my show for like a little jingle. Uh, now anytime that jingle comes on, I just start dancing naked and, and erratic, but I'm very happy. I met yeah. And, 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 you know, I appreciate you one for how far you've come. And two, I love the show. I think it's hilarious. I said it last time I was on the show. I said this time you and I can both be cracked if we just try it once. And that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm it's, sh- it's it's crazy how how much I don't think it's really a big deal. Yeah, until me and you are on the side of the road in LA. Okay. And- <laughs> <laughs> Someone please talk to G. You know, and not to make fun of anybody with addictions. I've had people in my family with addictions as well. Uh, hopefully, you guys can get your help uh, help that you need. Um, but you know, we do we do think that we're strong individuals and we can we could beat that. That being said, there are many different. Uh, types of habits I i.e. I'm sorry mother-in-law that you have to hear this but masturbation sometimes I just can't can't stop you know it's just I gotta go to bed one way or the other so there's many habits that I have <laughs> that I wish I could break but I can't so if you want to hear more about my masturbation talk to G airs every Sunday at 8pm <laughs> yeah that's and it's a great show um Yeah, I don't know. I, uh... Yeah, thank, thank you. I appreciate it. What we try to do there at, at, at Talk to G is first uh, give some local businesses or, or, or small companies or small individuals trying to boost their individual brand and kind of give them some type of voice, uh, maybe, maybe some marketing ideas as well. From that point on, we would like to start reaching out to charities and everything. Try to do more of a professional interview, uh, one, to, for me to learn, and then two, for people to learn about them. So, Jeff, I really appreciate you having me on the show. I know I enjoy your humor. I hope you enjoy mine. And uh, thank you again. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, thanks Thanks for coming. I'm glad to be able to give my audience a chance to, to listen to you and get a, get a feel for what your show is going to be. It's com- completely two different sides of the spectrum. Like, I appreciate what you're doing. You're giving back to the community. You're trying to spread some light on the good things in the world. Which, by the way, nobody does that shit anymore. Everybody just wants everybody to be mad at each other. And that's that's why we're going down this crazy path that we are. And that that's a whole like can of worms that we don't have to open right now. <laughs> I, 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 you started cracking this can open. I unmuted my mic. And I'm like, I'm ready. Oh, I'm fucking ready. <laughs> but no, I, I think that's, that's awesome. Um, but like I said, we got two different styles of show. Obviously, me and my wife are just sitting, sitting in the living room talking shit. But you're actually sitting down trying to to learn something about somebody, and I I think that's that's awesome. Thank you, I appreciate. It. And obviously, with my raunchy sense of humor, uh, sometimes you know I'll, I'll try to throw in jokes. So it's not just an informative podcast; it it does have some humor in it. And I hope you kind of guys can kind of see that from. 
from, from this podcast. And I'm sure Jeff is going to be on my show, and I'm pretty sure and I'll probably be on his show again. Yeah, we're going to get you in studio. It's just like logistically, it's kind of difficult. We both have kids. We live on separate sides of the state, so, but we'll, we'll figure it out. I want you in studio. It's a completely different feel for the show when you're here, you're, you got a whiskey or whatever we're drinking that night. And, I, I and mean, I'm just, sober right now and I'm already saying wild shit, so can yeah. you only imagine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. All right, Jeff, I, I, I appreciate you. If anybody needs to contact me, Jeff, you could please put uh, some of my handles in the description below. And if you do need help, gtalkstome at gmail.com. I'll try to get you some help for your crack addiction. I appreciate everybody. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely plug all that shit in into the show notes. And uh, this episode's going to be coming out on July 12th. So that's a day you'll have. That'll be the day after your second episode comes out. So why don't you guys go check out the episode that uh, just came out yesterday? Uh, do you know who's going to be on? Can you plug that real quick for everybody? And then, then we'll get the fuck out of here. Yeah, uh, the first episode was Garrett Conley of Conley Aerial Services uh, about drones and laws. Second episode is going to be James Capole of WCD Estate Sales, a Connecticut local business that does a lot with antiquing and helping people uh, that need to clear out houses of loved ones who either passed away or moved on. All right, guys, thanks for checking in. You're the best fucking fans in the world. I love you. I appreciate you. And we'll see you next time. (laughs) 